Mike's Daily Podcast. F- F- episode 1217, 1217. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, we hear from Shelly Schuhart, Fleury de Fleurman, and John Deere, the engineer, and we're Swedish now. I had a friend from Sweden. He said on Facebook uh, the night of the elections, quote, Mike's daily podcast american show today they are really retarded wow mike's daily podcast not really the most uh, nicest view of america but what can you do and hey that's not really nice to use the mentally challenged um, slang i think maybe Swedish people will go, dang, look those Americans, even though they're so divided, they somehow came together. Mike's Daily Podcast. On November 9th. Forget about November 8th. It was all about November 9th trying to rebuild bridges Mike's between all of us. Daily now the podcast real problems begin. Yeah. Oh, I just, I did listen to a little bit of conservative talk radio and I don't like the Republican gloat. The Republican gloating right now that is just driving me nuts. They're saying things that are just ridiculous. Well, we won because, well, Democrats are stupid. They didn't really win the popular vote. It's called Republican gloat. So... That's, I guess, to be expected when your candidate wins. I didn't hear much Democrat gloat the past two elections where Obama won. So I don't know where they... But, you know, they that's how they work. The Republicans. They like to celebrate after, I guess, eight years of not being in office. Now they've got the entire... The Senate, the... House of Representatives, and they got the kitchen, the in the White House, they got everything. I remember when Sean Hannity was on right after Obama won the election in 2008, and Sean Hannity started his show by saying, "I've gone underground. I'm going underground now." Look, I just walked in. I've gone underground was what he said. Because the the whole nation is against me, so I'm going underground. And now, the guy that he... And he saw buddy-buddy with Trump, so now his guy is in the White House. Look who walked in. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly Schumhart, the Trump supervisor. Oh my god, I can't believe what happened. Yeah. But you voted for Hillary, right? Yeah, Mike Matthews. I'm still seeing posts from this millennial that I know who told me, oh, I'm not gonna vote because if I vote, it's just gonna be a throwaway vote anyway, cause I don't wanna vote for either of the candidates. So I'm not gonna vote for either of the candidates. And yet, the, he is going on and on about how he hates Trump now. So he has no room to speak, like I said, in that podcast two podcasts ago. And I wanted to tell him as much on Facebook, but you know, it's pointless commenting underneath people's posts on Facebook, I have found. Look who else just walked in. It's pointless to go on Facebook sometimes. I, I actually found it helpful though and cathartic right after I heard, uh, when I heard Minnesota and Wisconsin go to uh, Trumple, Trumplery, 
Trump. What the Trump? I thought that's it. That's the end. And then I went on Facebook and I saw a bunch of people's posts and going. Yeah, basically that. Uh, so we've had a lot happen here in the month of November. We've had Halloween. We've had this crazy election. We've had the FBI stuff back and forth. All of us have to do the stupid enrollment thing and whatever we're going to enroll in for our health care for next year. And then what the heck, what, what will we have next year when Trump repeals it? But he did say just about every single time he was saying replace, replace was also in his sentence when he was saying repeal Obamacare. So there is that that has now entered the thought process because before it was just repeal 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 but like with what are you going to replace it with so yesterday there were a lot of speeches there was the concession speeches people obama's trying to smooth it over saying it was a, a intramural scrimmage game american politics and that we're basically all on the same side and that uh, George W. Bush was so good to him coming into the White House, and now he'll be good to Trump. He did say, when he was saying a successful transition, did you hear the Freudian slip and he said sexist transition? That was interesting. Oh, look who just walked in. I, sorry, I forgot to acknowledge you. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Wow. I'm very scared, Mike Matthews. I'm not going to go outside ever again. I'm going underground. I've created a bunker. Mm. Oh, you don't have to do that, John Deere. I'm, I'm sure things will move back up to normal speed before you know it. And then there's the students that are walking out of their classrooms. But, you know, I remembered just a few years ago some stupid thing that students were walking out for. It's ridiculous. I don't think I think it's just to get out of class, right? We, that's what, what uh, Senior Ditch Day We had Senior Ditch Day Where we just ditched school And they got all mad and everything But hey we all went to the beach It was fun Woohoo So the yeah we had the Oh look at this happen And here's today's podcast picture This is a, a Cold Canyon Lake in Podcaster Valley Where the show hails from sort of is gone. Cold Canyon Lake is gone. And it really struck me yesterday as I was walking Basil the Boxer. And I came upon what used to be Cold Canyon Lake and now it is Cold Canyon Creek. And they've they've drained the lake, but they've still well, the lake pretty much drained itself right around September every year it becomes nothing. So they've created a lake and soon there will be a park there, but this is what it is, looks like now and Basil got to see it for the first time really look at it and I'm looking at it and that's all in the picture at mikesdailypodcast.com see that picture there at mikesdailypodcast.com and all the past podcast pictures and here interviews I've done with people of most recently with the band autopilot and there's also the past shows and you can help out the show through the Amazon link click on that and buy whatever it is you were going to buy on Amazon and that helps us out and there's also a PayPal link you'll get a special greeting from all the cafe anyway characters if you do that and you can also contact me and let me know what you think about all of this. And we read your comments on this section. Oh my god! Email for me now and your calm and not so calm mess. Are you one of these people that copped out 
of the election and now you're ranting and raving you can't believe Trump got elected yet you feel that you still have a leg to stand on and that you I don't know why I use that reference leg to stand on and it's kind of ironic because my mom is like she has a leg to stand on but she did have one leg removed sadly I've talked about that before. She, by the way, oh, and she she's adapted so well. She got a prosthesis, and she has really adapted to that in her late 70s. She's done such an amazing job. She's such an inspiration. She's an inspiration there, but then on the other hand, she's talking about how she's so happy Trump won. And then she said so many misogynistic things about Hillary, my mom did, as, I, as we were speaking on the phone yesterday, and I was congratulating her that her candidate won. And oh my gosh, the thing she was saying about Hillary. I'm like, what are you, Bill O'Reilly? Are you Sean Hannity, mom? And she, but she is so happy, and I'm so, so happy. It's been a good year for her. She survived Hurricane Matthew, and her candidate won. She had a, a sign for Trump on her front lawn. I said, that's what did it, Mom. That's why Florida went to Trump, because you had your sign on the front lawn. And she said, ah, ha, ha. So, this <laughs> was a very interesting conversation we had. It, However, Mom and the rest of you Trump supporters, it's not a mandate. You do not have a mandate. Because Hillary got, oh yeah, you got the all the major branches of government, but still Hillary won the popular vote. And you can dispute that up and down, but she won the popular vo- vote. And what is with the, some of these people that the, the Republican gloat, gloaters, they are saying, hey, we still need to, um, gloaters, we still need to put Hillary in jail. So Trump better do that first. Because you'd be in jail. And is he going to do that first? That remains to be seen. We're going to take a look at some of the things he's going to do in his first 100 days. I did want to mention, yes, it is Academy Awards season. And that someone that won an Academy Award in uh, the past couple of years. And he had that big movie Birdman. We're talking Michael Keaton. He is going to be not a Birdman, but a vulture. And the upcoming Spider-Man reboot. They had Spider-Man in that, uh, what was that, Captain America movie? But uh, the uh, Keaton is going to play Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. That's coming out next year. He played the title character in Birdman in 19... the Oh, Batman 1989. Of course, he was Batman. And he was in that 1992 sequel. He was also nominated for an Oscar for his turn as an actor dog by his days playing a superhero in the 2014 Birdman. But he did win the Golden Globe, I remember. He said a really touching speech and mentioned his son in that. Spider-Man Homecoming will be the first film in the franchise to be produced by Marvel Studios. Yes, all the other Spider-Man movies have been produced by other studios. It will star Tom Holland as the web slinger. It will come out in July. But now we have this interesting news segment within this news segment where we look at this bizarre book of bizarre things called the Myclopedia Insanica. The Myclopedia Insanica. Mike, it's Mikey Fikey. Great. It's a bizarre, bizarre world. My ex-wife texted me yesterday. What are we in some sort of strange alternate reality? She was not a Trump supporter. 
And I guess we are. We woke up on November 9th in an alternate reality. But President-elect Donald Trump will take office under immense pressure to quickly deliver on a list of audacious campaign promises that served as the cornerstone of his bid to disrupt Washington and undo pieces of Obama's agenda. Some of Trump's most dramatic undertakings such as canceling Obama's illegal executive actions, that can be done in the first hours as president. Other priorities, such as repealing and replacing ACA or Obamacare, or building a wall on the Mexico border, will require the approval of Congress. He is not king. He is our president. And there's this little thing called Congress that he needs to move things through, which will be controlled by Republicans, his own party, but they will still squabble over details. Others still could run into political or legal obstacles that may be difficult to overcome. For Trump, the transition from proposing severe changes on the campaign trail to trying to navigate the complex gears of government to impeach them will serve as a jarring early test of his tenure in the White House. Two of his ideas could probably be realized as early as his first days in office, scrapping executive orders issued by Obama, including those that shielded from deportation some immigrants who are here illegally, and appointing a special prosecutor to investigate Hillary Clinton, if he's really going to do that, which some say he is. Which is like sort of keep kicking someone when they're down, isn't it? Because you'd be in jail. It... I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. Dang you, Trump. The former is a common tactic for new presidents. The um, uh, scrapping executive orders issued by the former president. Um, especially, you know, when it's coming, someone coming in from the opposite party. Obama signed an executive order ending a ban on federally funding on federal funding for em- embryonic stem cell research imposed by George W. Bush in 2009. Um, but if he actually tries to put Hillary in jail, that will be a political risk. By going after the opponent he just defeated, who uh, still won the popular vote, he could imperil his chances of broadening his appeal to the millions of Americans who did not vote for him. And as he said in his concession speech, it's time to heal the, this badly divided country. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Valley that from MSN.com. Next show, it is going to be Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. I bet the disgruntled fiddle player is very happy about what happened. Um, please, if you did not vote in the election this year, shut up. Uh, I did did vote. I did vote, and I have a podcast, so I will keep talking. Enjoy the rest of your day. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Gloat.